This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome to another edition of Allez Le Rouge for the Liverpool Echo. And we're still basking in the glory of being champions of Europe. Uh, I'm delighted to be joined today by George Sefton, the voice of Anfield, author and journalist Brian Reid, Echo journalist Peter Harris. I'm delighted to say, not delighted that he's leaving, but we've got James Pearce, whose last day at the Echo is today, and he's just made an absolutely brilliant speech, very emotional, uh, about leaving the Echo. 14 years, James, I mean... Um, you already done a podcast about your history at the Echo, but I mean, what's it feel like actually on the day leaving? You know, <laughs> yeah, very emotional to be honest. Yeah, just um, yeah, it's kind of the day of obviously when I when I made my mind up uh, to, to go and do something new and take on a new challenge. It was the it was the day I've kind of been dreading a little bit, kind of saying goodbye and even yesterday sorting out your desk after fourteen years. I didn't yeah. realise how much stuff had accumulated over that over that period. Um, but uh, but no, it's just been been a fantastic time, and you know, I don't think it gets any better than being able to say your last match for the Echo was 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 watching them lift the European Cup. Yeah, I mean, amazing. I mean, if you look back to um, 2010 when the, we had the Shankly Independence Day rally, could you ever imagine in nine years' time that you know the club would be in the position it is now? No, no chance. It, you know, it seemed like an absolute pipe dream, didn't it, back then? Um, you know, I, I took over as the LFC correspondent kind of early 2011 and even then the, you know, the club was in a mess then of course you know got rid of Hicks and Gillette and and finally got rid of Hodgson as well um, but you know, Liverpool was playing catch up you know, to such a huge degree not you know on the pitch and off it as well in terms of the, the mess the club was in financially um, and then you know, just been an incredible journey been able to follow them around ever ever since then when you think uh, you know obviously Kenny Kind of masterminded that initial resurgence and uh, and put something in the trophy cabinet, and then obviously FSG decided to go in a different direction with a young coach and trying to tap into kind of uh, you know trying to get get Rogers as a young kind of gifted coach to work with young players and, and kind of untapped gems if you like, and again that so nearly reached the glorious kind of conclusion that we all hoped for, and and then being able to witness this you know amazing. Experience that that Jurgen Klopp's given us over what was like nearly four years now, and you know, just the constant progress he's overseen that that culminated in in what happened in Madrid. Yeah, has it been you know the feelings like being a revolution in the club in in that respect from those, those dark days? Yeah, is that what I, you feel? I just yeah. think everything is unrecognisable now from from back then. You think just all the you know the factions and the disunity and the you know the the the, the issues that there was back then. You know, there's just none of that now, is there? I think at all levels. Of the club, you know, and you know, gr- gradually over that that period of time, um, you know, every everything everything has has changed, and you know, it's, it's no, it's not rocket science, is it? And then that leads to you know much better achievements on the field. The fact that you know everyone is united, you know, there is that spirit and camaraderie that drives everyone on. There's not little cliques in the dressing room. There's not. You know, there's not whispers against the transfer committee or who's pu- who's pulling the strings. That everyone is actually working together to achieve a, a, a common goal. And um, yeah, you know, I think FSG certainly made some mistakes early on in their reign. But you know, you'd have to say, you know, they've they've certainly delivered on their promise to to make Liverpool a much you know better and and stronger proposition. So where are they actually going to? Are you where are you where are you? 
it's a transfer to some other publication. <laughs> Have you um, gone for the money, yes. James? No, no, it's um, no, I, showing it's, any loyalty there. Like. <laughs> the, um, no, do you know what? It was it was just something that came out of the blue in about yeah. the the middle of May, and I asked for a few weeks to to think about it, and. Um, yeah, it's um, you know it, it doesn't really start to the start of August, so I think you know they've they've kind of said to to try and keep Sturm about it mm. till till then. Um, I mean, some of the stories you, you had in the speech there, which couldn't be printed, obviously, but they were <laughs> absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's. Yeah. Will it give you more freedom now to tell those type of stories. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, but in a way, I mean it's just going to be a yeah, it's it's going to be different because you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't change the last eight and a half years for the world in terms of. You know the opportunities it's given me, and been able to travel the world, and you know meet and speak to so many amazing people. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a different, a kind of a different type of journalism, I think, in terms of you know obviously at the Echo they want you know every kind of cough and spit about everything, and yeah. you know write down, and you know that's that's a, a massive undertaking to be on top of everything from the academy right the way, right the way through. Um, well, you know the new role will be mm. will be a bit different, but yeah, still still write about Liverpool and. Still based in the city, um, so yeah, more of do you know what, more of a lifestyle choice. I think more than anything else. I think just going to have to be a bit disciplined, uh, getting used to to working from home. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just like to say thanks for all you know. I think it's been uh, remarkable over the last fourteen years. You know, obviously there's been some Twitter storms as you mentioned. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to actually be on Twitter uh, and to be upfront about it, four hundred seventy-seven thousand followers. You know, uh, it's a wonder you're not in there. Uh, had a nervous <laughs> breakdown, you know. But I think, uh, yeah, one of the you, you just can't take yourself too seriously, can you? That's the thing. I think sometimes, and I'm sure Brian would would agree. You do meet some people in our industry who who do take themselves very very <laughs> oh, seriously, <laughs> and you, you kind of you have to keep on saying to yourself yeah. that it's not really a proper job, is it? That's the way I've always looked upon it. You're right. You're getting paid to write about football. It doesn't yeah. don't get any better than that, does it? Brian, you've had a few uh, Twitter run-ins, haven't you? But how do you think? Yeah, well, I haven't been on it. I mean, I, I mean, the thing about with James is, I mean, I, I know from being when I worked on the Echo, I left it 25 years ago. But it, there's still the same intensity. And I wasn't on. I mean, I, I did football. I did football like the Post and wrote columns about it. And it spread. You know, it is. It spreads like wildfire in Liverpool. You know. And it, it, who you are, what you are, people have an agenda against you. You know, a lot of after city doesn't like you because who you support, etc. Yeah, yeah. um, that's not true, actually. But some a, 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 third, of, a third of the city, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it is honest, group. And, and the, the, the thing now, the, well, I mean, since to, the change in, since my day when we were just print, is um, is the amount of platforms you have to work for. I sometimes look at it, I don't know how you do it. Genuinely, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be asked doing it. Mm. It's just that it, I can see why you need a change because you know. We didn't used to have to take videos of ourselves after the game. You know, you, you're kind of writing across different platforms. You kind of, uh, and the, the demand is multitasking. Yeah. yeah, and and so you know, you mentioned you got picked up a couple of times by players and managers. I've, I've had that the same myself. That's from columns I've written. So I had a considered piece, if you like. What the midnight I mean, phone calls off, yeah, well, off no, our eight players? Well, yeah, yeah, but you know, they, but you know, uh, but they would say it was ill-considered. Uh, but you've had to do it, and, and other journalists have to do it. Kind of, as you say, on the whistle, blah blah blah. Sometimes you're looking for a line. You might say something you didn't, you know, if you'd thought about it, you wouldn't have said, but, but they're studying every word. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a, you know, you, you've earned your break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> George, after, is it your 49th year as the stadium announcer at Anfield? 49th season coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
14 pales into significance yeah, then, really. But no, I said to you, you know, yeah. he's a full-time employee, and as you know, I keep going on about it. I'm only a casual labourer at oh, right. field, so yeah. I only work, well, if they call it work, I pop in on match days. Yeah, but you'll be under pressure next year because you are, you are the VAR man, aren't you? You've got to do the decision. I wait. I know you, you're talking about having a nervous breakdown on Twitter. I've come close, and this will finish me off. <laughs> be, be warned. I'll be, there'll be a, a, a strange creature wandering the streets of Liverpool, you know, looking uh, bedraggled by this time next year. Yeah. Be, uh, I'll be in somewhere secure, I imagine. Yeah. Peter, now you work uh, for the Echo, and that's right. Yeah. You know, it's in terms of um, social media, and there's also so many different strands now, isn't there? And there is, I mean, yeah. is there a lot of pressure on you? You, you do the nights? I do, I do uh, the usual late shift, which is around four to midnight. Yeah. So I'm usually the one left over in the office when James has done a 10.30 embargo and it's all going mad. It's like, what, yeah. okay, what's he written? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, you get it from both sides. We've had a couple of calls to the news desk and thinking, yeah. you've said this, but what's actually going on is something yeah, else. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, well, you'll have to have a chat with our sponsor yeah. right here. All right, well, a lot of it's speculation, isn't it? but James, I mean, you know, we haven't had made major signings this season um, in in the close season, but is that what you're getting a lot in the last few weeks? You know, when are we going to make signings? And <laughs> do you think, you know, do you think Liverpool will make those signings? Or you know, no, I think all, you know all the noises coming out of the club is it will be quiet. I think I think there'll be a couple in in the door, um, but you know, certainly the, the the word is that not you know we're not talking big money signings. We're, we're, we're talking about a couple of a couple of squad players. I think I think I think it only took about a week, didn't it, after Madrid before people then got obsessed with <laughs> their, their signings again. And yeah. I think, I think well, it's a bit of some a... people, but I mean, I'd say say bask in European yeah. glory all yeah, summer, yeah, you know. And, yeah. I mean, obviously you've got to trust. I mean, Klopp knows what he wants, doesn't he? And you've, yeah. you've got to trust. I think him, th- that that squad is operating at such a high level now that the pool of players that you could go and get to try and strengthen what you've got is actually re- pretty small mm. and then you know you've got you know ones that will be available for ridiculous money those who are on long term deals that aren't even viable and then um, so I, I just you know, I think you have to take a step back and go look just won the European Cup and got 97 points chill know. out it's, yeah you know, and, and then yeah. you look at the squad and you, know, you yeah. think you look think of that midfield and you think we didn't see anything like the best of Naby Keita, did we last season? No, no. You know, people hate you just hate people describing someone who's already there as like a new signing. But yeah. you know, Oxlade Chamberlain, I won't say Adam Lallana new signing. I think that, 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 that prompted a barrage of abuse the last time yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you know, Oxlade Chamberlain's one, yeah. isn't he? You know, yeah, if yeah. he's hopefully with a full preseason under his belt, he'll be ready to to fly and you know, through. Do you think Scotland we'll keep all of way Lovren and Origi? Yeah, that was yeah. the word this week that yeah. um, there was some talk of Real Betis being in for Origi because I think a lot of clubs will look at him and think, well, he's in the last year of his contract, try and test Liverpool's resolve. But you know, their attitude is that one, they're pretty confident he will sign a new deal when he gets back from his holiday, and two, even if he doesn't, they're prepared to run the risk of losing him for nothing next summer, which is you know essentially what they did with Sturridge mm. and they did with Emre Chan. Um, before that and I think the same with Lovren I think there was some talk a few weeks ago that if they got 20-25 million for a fellow that's just turned 30 with a you know not a particularly impressive fitness record that they might be willing to do business but you know there's been no sign yet of AC Milan being willing to shell out anything Mm. like that Mm. Um, I think they've they've just been done for FFP haven't they I think AC Milan yeah I don't don't really see how 25 million quid on Lovren is Mm. a 
a sensible investment for them, especially when you you factor in his wages. And you know, Liverpool said this week, Lovren's given them no indication that he wants to move on. Klopp certainly wants him to stay put. Um, mm. And I actually think, although I know Lovren gets a lot of stick, I think I, I think he's a very very good centre back. And all right, I don't think he's going to be first choice yeah. anymore. But he's you well, Matip used to get a lot of stick, didn't yeah. he? And he yeah. proved himself with a run in, in the team. Didn't yeah, you know? yeah, and you know, and you've got Gomez. You know, yeah. Hopefully, a full pre season. We'll get him back to his best as well. So yeah. you know, I think that's another department where Liverpool mm. look very strong. I think the only the only area that probably concerns me a little bit is in terms of backup for Mane, Salah, Firmino. Just because I think you know they they, they all played about fifty odd games. Mm. I think last season and, and they're still you know, playing now. Yeah, they, yeah, that's the thing. And you know, you wonder are they going to be able to come back in good enough shape to to really hit the ground running? And you know, what mm. have we got in probably in reserve for them? You're looking at Origi, Shakiri. And young Rian Brewster, who yeah. big hopes for him this season, but you don't want to be burdening him with too much mm. expectation. So you're going to be going on the pre-season tour? Yeah? Yes, yeah. yeah, 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 be going on the pre-season tour. So it's business tour as usual, is. really? Yeah, it? yeah, 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 but just not having to file about 27 <laughs> different things and yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah, 17 <laughs> videos and all the rest of it every well, day. Well, I think, so. you know, you. Uh, I think without doubt you can say you're a, you're a cop legend for your... Uh, your DVD comments about uh, Everton when they got the draw at Anfield. Let's just hope after you've had a few drinks tonight uh, that you don't meet a few Everton taxi drivers. Oh, yeah. But uh, I'd just like to say, I think, you know, everyone likes to say, you know, uh, well, well done and good luck in the future. And uh, I've enjoyed reading your stuff and I've enjoyed your, your Twitter spats as well. Thanks very much. <laughs> thanks very much. And thanks for yeah. dropping and if, in. Yeah, and if you'll have me back, I'll be back on as a guest this coming season. At oh, some brilliant. Point, so. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks a lot, lads. See you later. Yeah. Ring. We'll do. I'd call him the Paddy Berger of Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as I say, but well, we can say what we think. When he goes out the door, we can tell what we, <laughs> yeah. we, say what we really think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. You know, pretty emotional speeches, wasn't it? You know, and some of the you know, know journalists. I mean, I've seen a lot of speeches years. I mean, years since I was here. But journalist speeches are, you know, yeah, well, to put a bit of wisdom in them, they can we write them well? Yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. stories. There's yeah. always stories. Yeah. I mean, you know, so uh, and the time to ring them up there is, and they're always, you know, the best ones are uh, when you take the piss out yourself. So yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the kind. And there's loads yeah. of that to be gone. Yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, I remember mine. It was it was 25 years ago this summer. And, I don't think I was that sober. I said, I don't mean, four o'clock. It changed. And everyone just got a pub at dinner time. Now it's like an accountant's office. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. everyone was out. So you'd be, well, not everyone, but there'd be various people yeah, who'd have a yeah. couple to come back in. Yeah. So I think all, all I had was various people saying, mm-hmm. please don't do an impersonation mm-hmm. of me, will you? I want to leave the room. <laughs> I just, just stood there and took the mickey out of memory. Well, James had 14 years, and they, mm-hmm. have, they haven't been 14 glorious years, really. Although, you know, at the moment we are back on our perch, aren't we? But, Absolutely. Uh, George, you've seen, you know, you've been there since 1971 as the stadium mm-hmm. announcer so you've That's seen right. all the characters who've come and gone you absolutely. know absolutely and, and what does what does this particular dynasty feel like this feels like something special obviously it's changed if you look back to 1971 there were a lot more local voices in the dressing room yes yeah. this, this is a completely different scenario but i always say the the 80s team more or less all adopted Scousers, even though most of them didn't come from around here. Yeah. I'll just get the feeling this lot are another big gang of chums like like that, yeah, lot, which yeah. is good. And that's all down to... A lot of the 80s Jürgen. team mm. ended up staying here, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Well, know, I mean, still... you go around, they look at Mark Lawrence and Ronnie Wheel and John Kenny. Yeah. Barnsley um, lives around here. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all still pals. And they all when they use the word we, they mean Liverpool. Mm. 
Um, but as I said, going back before that, I was just thinking when you were saying about um, the stick that Matip used to get and one or two other people. Uh, I remember when Ian Callie was going, starting, yeah, yeah, oh, he used to get yeah. slagged off. I'm Ronnie Whelan as well. Ronnie Whelan. Sammy Lee. Sammy Lee got a Oh, yeah, poor Sammy. Yeah, you know, it's got some uh, dreadful stick. I mean, I'm, I, I was there at Ian Callaghan's debut in 1960, and he was getting dogs abused simply because uh, Shanks had dropped Billy Little mm. for him. Yeah, yeah. And it, it yeah. goes, it goes on and on through the generations. But this, this, this particular crew we got at the moment—they're a fantastic squad. Yeah, yeah. They really are. And as you say they're not bringing in some big name signings. No. Um, but they've got so much talent mm. brewing underneath. You look round, mm. and there's you know Harry Wilson and yeah. uh, people, Ian Brewster, Ian Brewster say, yeah, and one, yeah, or, one yeah. or two yeah. others coming through, and you think, wow. I mean, who who there when he played uh, against Wolves? Yeah. He looked classed, and he's—I think he's only right. seventeen, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but in terms of memorable matches, now we after Barcelona in, in May, we can reflect on that like it being mm. one of the great European nights. But how would that? Compare to the other nights that you've witnessed, is it is it right up there or was Absolutely. it better? I I got called into various radio stations the day after that on the train into Merseyside to record the first one. I just remembered something Brian Clough said, and it it after that. And I said to the first interviewer, I wouldn't say it's my favourite night at Anfield, but it's definitely up there in the top one. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Yeah. I've, I have never known. A night like I mean, Saint yeah. Etienne was good. Uh, obviously, the Chelsea semi-final in nineteen uh, two thousand and five. So yeah. I always quoted, but that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just every everything about it. Mm. You go into the match thinking, you know, we're missing our star players. Yeah, yeah. we're three 0 down to the best team on the planet. Yeah, uh, it's just nothing is is going for us. And then, but then everything fell into place. Yeah, and what. It sounds odd, but the thing that got me that night, when I was, when I sit in the corner of the Kenny Dalglish and the cop stand, my room was shaking. It's yeah. never done that before. Never. It's sometimes get very noisy with people stamping their feet and yeah, yeah. You know, all the rest of it. But that night, it was it was physically shaking, and that I thought this is this is as good as it gets. This, yeah, yeah. this whole place is going to explode and. Yeah, and of course, towards the end, you know, after the end, it did. <laughs> you know, um, that was insane. Mm. You know, the... Peter, in terms of the reaction, you know, you, you doing the night shift when after that Barcelona game, I mean, what was it, what was it like? After the Barcelona game was just un, completely unexpected. It was a very strange feeling going up before the game as we we're trying to because I was helping out the sports desk that night. Yeah, and trying to ex well, what what can we expect? What kind of stories will yeah. we have to write? Will people want to read them because we didn't know what the result was going to be, but. And then when it it kind of got to the point, it was like, oh my god, I think they're actually going to do this. This yeah. is going to be special. This is going to. So it was just full throttle. I don't think we left the office until about two a.m. that yeah, night. Yeah. We're just trying to write about every little angle of, of yeah. that cross and stuff like yeah. that. Um, it was something I'd, I'd never experienced before from a, a reaction mm. of a European game um, that wasn't the final, but it was uh, mm. just beforehand, and it kind of then felt that something was going to mm. happen. In the final in Madrid. Yeah, Brian, were you confident going to Madrid that you know Liverpool could do it? I mean, I think because it was Tottenham, it took the shine off it a little bit, but everyone was saying it was fantastic in Madrid with the Tottenham fans, you know, yeah. Chaz and Dave songs at two in the morning and that type of thing. <laughs> but um, were you 
were you extremely confident? You're thinking, oh no, fancy losing to another Premier. League. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was extremely confident, but I, I was definitely, definitely confident. More confident than we had been, you know. Kiev the, the year before, even Basel. And, and I remember thinking, we'd lost the last three finals, hadn't we? We'd lost against yeah, under yeah. Klopp. Yeah. But, but when I thought about it, all those three finals, we were just made up to be there in many respects. We were made up to be in a, a back at Wembley again against City. We were made up to be in, in Basel, you know, you had a place we had to be to a final in. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Kiev. But I think this time, there was, there was, the, there was the sense that we used to have of dread if we lost. And we hadn't had that for a while. Is that, you know, we, we can't lose this. That was the fear. We can't lose this. Well, it's good as we'd gone, well, let's just enjoy it if we win. We win. You know, mm-hmm. let's, we're, we're back, we're back. But this was one I felt we had to win. I felt Klopp had to win it. I was actually mm-hmm. quite, not worried for him, but, but you know, thinking from a journalistic viewpoint, I knew the knives were sharpened. I knew the headlines were written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, was, it would have been his seventh loss or his sixth, his sixth final loss. Straight loss, yeah. yeah. It was a real yeah. watershed. Yeah. And yeah. that's like kind of, you know, for a manager. So it's that's football is so, the analysis of football, both from fans and from journalists, is so flippant. It can be, you can be the greatest manager on earth or you can switch it around and go, he's a butler. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and of course we know we'd have still we'd have still gone signing of the contract. We love you. You'll yeah. you'll do something special. <laughs> but football turns on moments like that, you know. And had he lost it, so that was that was it was mm. more of a fear. And at the ground, just we can't lose this. We can't lose this yeah. tonight. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't think we would lose it. No. Um, but it's funny how it, it's funny how it turns because I I was with you in Porto when yeah. uh, when we got through that night. And, um, and we never saw the game. We, we saw bits of the game, Peter. <laughs> but no, but you remember City were playing. Um, yeah, that was the night City played Tottenham. City played Tottenham. And I remember game. saying they'd scored late on. City scored and they got disallowed in the VAR. Yeah, and yeah, I was, yeah. I was, and we were slightly made up that City had got through because we thought that gives a chance to win the league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our focus has always been on on the league this season. Really, the, mm. the European Cup was an afterthought in many yeah, respects. Yeah. It was like, oh, we did that. I said, we've got to win the league. So it's we were si- consolation. The Richard no, but the same as but, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we're, we're so we were sitting in Porto yeah. going, and when they said it's VR Tottenham are through, we thought. Oh, on the one hand, City will be disappointed, yeah. but they've got the league now. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. but we didn't. But, but how mm. how life works out, how football history works out, I think City would have done us in Madrid. Mm. You know what I mean? Because mm. a because we were knackered. Yeah, uh, the, 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 a lot of it had gone. Mm. Uh, they had a bigger squad, mm. so it kind of just it works. It goes round, doesn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. it was it kind yeah. of it worked out okay in the end. Yeah. Really, how do you think the team this team compares to the? The great teams of when did you start going to match, Brian? I mean, uh, well, 65. Yeah, all yeah. right, yeah, but you're only a kid then. But yeah, you know, yeah. say the 70s and 80s, Jesus. how was this compared to um, the 70s and 80s teams, you think? Well, you still get you get that feeling of invincibility in Anfield, yeah. I, I he, that, do. That, that's definitely there, and it's also the entertainment factor, isn't it? I mean, the, the most entertaining team I saw, I'm sure. You, you'll, you'll agree with me. Was, was was 87 to 88. Yeah. In fact, I was yeah. watching that Notts Forest game again the other day on the telly. Um, you know the legendary one where everyone went. And I just I watched it and I thought the football is getting played here. You talk about how Barcelona played. Yeah. You know that instinctive uh, co- intuition. You know, yeah. But it was there. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. And I'm sure the likes of those lads that did, did they, th- those Barcelona players were brought through a system that taught them mm-hmm. that they were kind of all. But. They just seem to have it. They had that, that act at the barns, beardy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was a fantastic <clears throat> team to watch. Um, but, of course, we weren't in Europe. You yeah. know, that was yeah, that was yeah. a great blow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe you know, took a dimension off it. But this team and what they're doing in Europe is phenomenal. And I mean, Klopp, 
Klopp hasn't lost over two legs in Europe, has he? In no. three seasons, no, no, no. he's never lost no. over two legs. So uh, it's just it's a delight to watch. You do. I mean, obviously, if City were this exceptional side under Guardiola, in fact, if Guardiola hadn't come to City, we'd have won the league. Mm. You know, yeah, and we'd won it on ninety-seven points. And and again, what, what you know, what uh, what George is saying there, you feel something special is being built. That's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the important thing after Madrid. <clears throat> this is just the start because mm. you look at the average age of those players. You look yeah. at the contracts they're under. Mm. You look at the manager mainly, and you think, you know, as you said about Barcelona, we go in there without without selling Firmino, and we win it four yeah. nil. That's a shank, that's a kind of shankly manager. Yeah, that's yeah. that's psychology. That's getting yeah. the best that's out of players who don't even know they've got it. Yeah, uh, making a statement, doesn't it? Yeah. Laying laying it down to so say we're here. We're, we're here. here. Yeah. Here's your shirt. Become a legend. <clears throat> yeah. You know, Peter, what what was the reaction when uh, Guardiola was sort of like praising? Uh, Anfield. Anfield. I think it was there was I mean, a was feeling of. Well, we told you this. <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. We told you that we've been trying to convince you of this uh, of all the time. Yeah. It was like, of course, he's he's finally had to admit that um, that it is special, that it can do things t- mm. to a team. Um, yeah. There's oh, no denying no, it. It tends to be only on European nights, though, doesn't mm. it? I mean, historically, yeah, from you know, when I've seen matches, it's always been the big European nights. Yeah, that seems to be yeah, something special comes Saturday out. Midday, it's something you know? in the DNA, isn't it? It is. It's, fans, it's the history. It's the dark nights. Yeah. It's you know, the fact that people are coming from work and they have to you know, they have to hit the ground running yeah. before the game and you know, if they if they do they turn up and they they're in it they're in the mood. It's you can't it's generate that atmosphere on a I try. On a, a Sunday twelve <laughs> twelve o'clock on a Sunday. No, no, no <clears throat> absolutely not. But it's important what Klopp's done with that. You see because it is about psychology because what 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 Guardiola said which is really interesting. Uh, when he said it's a bugger of a stadium, which I think should now be the new next to this. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bugger of a stadium. Yeah, just yeah. Shanky would have said it. And Shanky, it's a bugger of a stadium. God, yeah. you know, it's actually up there. But what he actually said was, because he was, he was speaking to Catalonian <clears throat> telly, he was yeah. basically trying to make them feel better. They're still oh, yeah. in mourning yeah, in Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he's a Catalan. And he was trying to make them feel better. He said, look, it's not just you, it's me. I got yeah. shown me backside twice there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. once was in the league, so it's not just European mm-hmm. nights. But he said something I've always thought. It's not about what they do to the opposition. It's what they do to their own players. Because yeah. he said, you look around in, the, in, those, in those killer 10, 15-minute spells when th- they seem to grow an extra player. He said, you look around, they've grown. We feel mm. smaller, they feel yeah. more players. And I've thought that. Now, it takes someone like Klopp yeah. to yes. see that. Because yeah, yeah. he always says, get that 15-minute spell. Mm. It'll come. Yeah. They will mm. go. And, and, and so they almost become supermen Men for possessed. 15 minutes. And you yeah, see it yeah. times. But Klopp, I would say more than any other manager, apart from going back, maybe going back to Bill Shankly, mm. has seen that. Yeah. And he's because it's every time now. I mentioned he hasn't been beaten over two legs in Europe. Mm. You, you go back, you, you think of all the games, there's so many games where we've really killed people in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they, they get to the stage, the opposition are thinking, why are we bothering? Here, we've given our, everything we've got, and uh, we're, we're still behind. They're still looking at trance, don't they? They're looking at trance. You could see that in Suarez and Messi's faces. Yeah, yeah. When that was happening. You, that was lovely. You were that. bewildered, weren't you? Yeah, I was going to say it was worth yeah. the ticket money just to see that. Seeing as I don't have to pay the ticket, well, there you go. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. So, over the years, George, have you met most of the man? I mean, you. I know you're the announcer, but mm. do, you, do you actually meet the management? And yeah, not, it, not as often as you used to. It's just no. the logistics now. Yeah. You know, I'm over in that corner. Yeah. Uh, up until three years ago, I used to go in and out through the old main stand. Right. Okay. So I'd, I'd meet people, I'd stop and talk to people. Yeah. I'd go in lounges after the game. Now, mm. 
I'll park opposite the Shankly Gates, yeah. walk up in the lift in the Kenny Dalgleish down, down yeah. to my perch and back out the same way. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a like, lonely life being an answer. It is. It's, 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 sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite daunting, but yeah. it, it's, it's just... Just the yeah. way it is. Well, next know. year is going to be interesting, isn't it? With your, uh, interesting is a very with, good word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is um, I mean the setup. Uh, the, you, you were telling me before that the VAR. I thought they would understand with the television, no, no. but they're, they're down in another. They've got a communication I've arena. The, I do know the name of the place. But it's where down they are, south but somewhere. It's down yeah. south. They've got a special uh, like a, HQ. Yeah. Ah yeah. oh, right. Yeah. Your um, first record's got to be it's Friday. I'm in love this time. I'm oh, I've <laughs> got a few of them. I've just I've been. Building the playlist for next year. I'm down to about uh, 26 hours at the moment. I'm going to squeeze it into. <laughs> so, are you able to still cho- choose the playlist, or do some people put in suggestions? From, some, don't you do? Don't yeah. you su- do something online where people can? Yeah, I've, yeah, I started doing that, but it, it, it falls to pieces because people, um, you know, people at the club make suggestions which are mm. closer to instructions and suggestions. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fans send me good ideas. Yeah. Then I, I just, I, I'm lucky because I'm retired from the day job. I spend my life listening to stuff, mm. and then I'll be driving in the car and I'll stop and scribble something on a bit. Yeah. Paper, yeah. I thought that go down great, Anfield, perfect. Mm. And then the you know, last weekend I was watching uh, bits of Glastonbury and right. listening to Johnny Marr. And I thought, hey. There's a couple of crackers for the you know before the game. Yeah, but he supports um, City, so he can't play there. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not as long as he doesn't support the other lot. Um, and Did you, you get know, the club to pay to go to Glastonbury. <laughs> <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> I get into trouble. No, I'm um, so um, yeah. You know, and, and then obviously, you know, there's uh, within half an hour of the the end of the the match in Madrid, people were telling me I've got to play. Uh, Let's think about sex, baby. You know, it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, so yeah, that was when I said I'd already done that, downloaded <laughs> to my mm. little folder at home, ready to rumble. Did and you go to any of the concerts? The uh, yeah, Bon Jovi and Pink. Mm, and, that, there's there by hangs a tale. The I was uh, booked in for them. Yeah, I've been booked in since March on the club's computer system and on the. Thursday evening before the, the concert, I got a phone call from somebody at the club. He said, I believe you're coming in to pick your car parking tickets up for the concert tomorrow. Yeah. And I was waiting for him to say, while you're here, we've got uh, a plane ticket to Madrid for you. <laughs> what he actually said was, you're not needed at the concert. Oh, right. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> I was, you know, again, I was sat at home watching, yeah. watching him... Uh, Everybody in in northwest of England, apart mm. from me, seemed to go to that lot. Mm. And I bought my daughter two tickets for the take that concert. Because oh, really? when Jerry pops up at the end, I was I was not a happy man. Sat at home watching him. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that sounded like quite yeah. a special moment. Though. Yeah. No. But, it, yeah. Look, it looked great, didn't it? In terms of uh, in terms of you never walk alone. There's always mm. been disputes over whether you should fade it out or. Yes. I mean, what's the current thinking? <laughs> Definitely, fade it absolutely, out fade it. Yeah. Um, I've had correspondence. There's one particular guy who sends me a message on Twitter at least three times a week, not <laughs> suggesting I should not fade it out, but instructing me. You know, I, I think, well, I said to him, over the years, 
you know, I get lots of suggestions what to do with you know, the water, and the vast majority of people want me to fade it. Yeah. It's a trick. You've got to make sure you fade it. Right you know, right to go around. well, right to go with the, the crowd of people that's in. Sometimes if they're singing their heads off, mm. it's dead easy. Mm. Um, sometimes the places you know, yeah. sort of first round league cup match when there's twenty thousand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it bit down different. a bit slow, but yeah. our chief executive likes the fade, yeah. which is good news for me. Can I say, look, you know. Boss says fade it. That's a good banner, then. Yeah. That would be a great a, banner when the chief executive <laughs> likes to fade. Yeah, the, um, I, I know that it was a classic about three seasons ago, but I, when I was still playing it on CD, I used memory stick now. Oh, right. One that the CD stopped dead halfway through, you never walk alone. Oh, my God. And that's what I said at the time, or words to that effect. But then, <laughs> but then I started getting messages. That was a work of genius. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Do that again. I thought, yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah. You do realise, I don't know if you heard the story, after the Barcelona game, I was pretty chuffed that I put your Never Walk on again after the game. Yeah, yeah. When the, the players all lined up. Yeah, that was up. fantastic. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I was waiting for the crowd to go home and the, nobody's moving, so I... Imagine sitting there looking at another bang that mm. on, thinking that hope the whole the whole place took it up. Mm. I don't yeah. know if you're still there then. That yeah, was, it was, yeah, yeah. And I was getting messages from all over the world. Yeah. Saying I, I mean my favourite was somebody from Sydney Casino said all these big Aussie sheep sharers were in floods of tears apparently yeah. watching that. Brilliant. And then Piers Morgan called me a genius on national television. So I thought I don't I'll I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In terms of uh, in terms of you've been in trouble a few times, haven't you? You know, the records you played was it against Roma, was it? Or you played yeah, out of a I day? couldn't possibly comment. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, I I played a Riva Derci Roma at the end of the Roma game. Yeah, which is witty, isn't it? Well, it was if you actually bother to listen to the lyrics of you know, it boils down to we look forward to seeing your beautiful city once yeah. again soon. Yeah, yeah. but the cop. To a man fell about laughing. Yeah. And then it just, you know, escalated after that. I went round to have my post match cupper in the press room. I was chased as a get out of here, you know, for your own safety out. Um, apparently, Fabio Capello has still got a hit man looking for me. Good <laughs> um, <laughs> And I don't. Don't so think you and James to... Pierce should go on a nice house, <laughs> you really? No, no, <laughs> getting too much trouble. But the, uh, the, I still can't go to Italy for my holidays. Yeah. And uh, it just went crazy the following day of the papers and Radio mm. Merseyside were chasing yeah. me. And then mm. I was so stressed up out, I actually ended up in Aintree Hospital oh, on right. a drip on the Friday night. Oh, right. <laughs> I was you know, fine, I just, it when there was yeah, just yeah. no, so much hassle. Mm. And then... Of course, two days later, we're in uh, Cardiff for the League Cup final against Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. I had did a bit on the pitch, and I had to walk sort of three quarters of the way around the ground to get to my seat. And I wouldn't like to count how many people coming the other way mm. were singing Arriva Dirty Roma. <laughs> I thought, this is going to be on my tombstone, Arriva Dirty yeah, George. Yeah. Brilliant, you know? absolutely brilliant. Peter, in terms of looking forward to the season, is you know what is there a lot of clamour on 
so the echo social media about why aren't we signing people? Why there know? is, yeah, yeah. That's a lingering question. It's kind and of you split know where between... these people are coming from because yeah, you I do. don't get that think... impression from match going Reds really because did you say they've no, got... I think, yeah they've seen the squad so they know what what's there so they're very happy with yeah, the yeah. squad that that's there. I think the only thing that I think I would empathise with the fans <clears> that are after a signing is because a player like Daniel Sturridge has left it's the gone, club yeah, yeah. and that's the only spot you think we need to fill that I know Origi is still around for the foreseeable future yeah. whatever happens with him but there seems to be a need if you're mm. going to battle on full, all fronts this season mm. you need another proven striker especially in mm. Premier League but he really believes in Brewster doesn't he I mean, he does and I think yeah. a lot of fans myself included are really excited to see what he can do mm. but we just don't know what that will yeah. be yet and, and when yeah. I, mean, um, I think it's I think it's um, it's really these Pre-season games are a trial for many of the youngsters, aren't they? Yeah, to see how they get yeah. On. look yeah. at the squad that, that's, that's that's back in training, and you look at the front three. I think at the moment you've got uh, uh, Wilson, Brewster, and Kent. Kent's there, yeah. yeah. You know, let's have a look at them. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. the, the, uh, for, for some of them aren't even that kids. Kids, really. I mean, we talk about 21, 22, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So. Let's let's have a look at let's have a look at Harry Wilson. I think it'd be a terrible shame to say, oh, we got twenty million for him, send him out. No, let that kid look great last year. Some of the goals he got yeah. at Old Trafford, you know. In fact, I I was half hoping you bring him back in in in, in January, January just as yeah, an option yeah. from the bench, just for his free kicks. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, because yeah. he's got he's got a goal in him, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. let's have a look at him. We used to bring through lads all the time. You know, the old the old policy: buy yeah, a big star, right. bring mm. a kid through. And so, I I mean. I think the main thing, I think the reason Liverpool fans, so, uh, many of us are kind of, oh, you know, if we're all honest, we, we would like to sign. It's a habit, isn't it? Yeah. We think, well, yeah. we know we've got the money. Let's get, we like seeing new faces, something fans get excited about. But I've never been more relaxed, genuinely, yeah, yeah. Uh, since since the 80s, because I just look at the squad and I think, mm. I think, yeah, I mean. But Liverpool in the 80s used to, at the, when they were at the top, used to always strengthen by one or two players, yeah. didn't they? They'd always look one who was getting, getting yeah. close to it, but yeah. actually not. Not, I mean, Lovren's thirty today. I think all the others mm. are like kind of young. I mean, in their in their, in their mm. early to mid twenties, mm. so they're not actually peaking. There's play, none of those players that that, that are peaking. Mm. So, but I think we'd all like to see a bit more cover up front. I think you're right. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, I think you know those three. You know, they had a phenomenal uh, appearance rate last year. And when Firmino got injured towards the end, it was a bit touch and go. But again, it's a dilemma, isn't it? Do you go and spend seventy million on someone who expects a first team game and upset them three? Yeah, he yeah. doesn't want to do that. Yeah. But you want a kid who's twenty two, who's a big prospect. You know, let's let, let's just put the name. Let's just say someone like Dembele, for example. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's twenty two. He needs to prove himself. He's been in and out of Barcelona, so he would be a good player that you know could come in and actually could say to them three, you, "You've got to get you've got to get your place back." Because mm-hmm. I'd love that. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm not saying they're going to go and get him, but mm. I think with Klopp it's more if the player I want becomes available, I get him. He doesn't look at a list and go, okay, shows number three on the list, yeah. and we take a risk. Yeah. We saw that with Allison, we saw it with Van Dijk, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and if he sees bargains like Robertson, he'll, he'll go and get him. But there was, there was no real speculation last year for Fabinho, mm. was there? No, no it just, it just arrived, happened, didn't he? Yeah. So maybe that's <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen, you know. And yeah, um, I think everyone's going to calm well, down a bit. Well, think about Jurgen. I think he's. Better at keeping people happy than any any manager I remember. Yeah, you know, he could. I think he could probably get some big stars in and keep them happy when if when they weren't playing every week. He's just so happy to. It's the old story. Just mm. just happy to be here. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. I, I'm gonna turn into the old grouch now. I still would like some more scousers in the squad. Mm. You know, I just think that somewhere you know, there's got to be a. You know, the old shankly spine or the backbone of the team. There's, obviously, we've got Trent, but yeah. just, one, just one or two more. Yeah. 
just to you know, is there anyone you see in the youth team set up Kids is young he's got a lot of yeah. for him he's a Liverpool yeah, lad yeah, and that's right. there's a couple yeah. of others who were a bit younger who were coming through yeah, yeah. Um, I mean you know we talk about the, the left back situation I mean that's that's difficult isn't it because Robertson is number one and yeah. no one's going to yeah. and he probably you know he probably he's not likely to get injured but if he does you've got Milner can still play there and yeah. probably Gomez can go across mm-hmm. so I mean they look at that kid at Bristol went the Kelly who's now gone to Bournemouth for yeah. 13 million he looked yeah. great but you're going to pay 13 million for someone who who's, who's a prospect yeah, there yeah. must be someone so I mean there's probably that there's, there's probably kids he knows are coming through and he's thinking in a year's time yeah, to do a job, yeah. Yeah. so it's a difficult one do you go and spend do you go and spend do you buy an established left back when he's not going to get a game no. uh, do you go for the kids and take a risk but you've got kids there mm. so yeah. I mean and Milner can do it you know Milner's fit as a fiddle isn't he? he can still he can, he's got another year or two in him yeah. you know yeah has anyone been watching the uh, African Nations Cup and the Cup of America? Have been watching I'm that? I'm afraid I've been watching the Women's World Cup. Yeah, and the, and have you enjoyed that? I have. Yeah, really. I enjoyed yeah. that. I enjoyed it. In the USA, it was a great game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah have you no, been watching I, as well? I've been watching the cricket. I mean, I'm, I'm watching I'm, the cricket I'm, and the Women's World Cup. I'm yeah. arguing with people I know from the match going, "Oh, the standards." I said, "Look, it's not better." Standards, you know, and also it's all relative, anyway, isn't it? Absolutely. Does that mean you're not going to watch? Under sevens, under eights, kids football because mm. the standards not you know no, just no. you I'd, either like I'd, football or you don't. Yeah. You know? I I just wish that the women's team would get dragged further under the the umbrella of Liverpool FC. Mm. I mean, I remember speaking to Scott Rogers, the previous manager, when they yeah. played in Widnes, right? And he was really upset about the fact that we're playing in Widnes. He's yeah. very sensible. He mm. said, "Far from anything else, it's a rugby town." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And he never ever going to you. Know, yeah. Do well here. Where did he play now then? Tranmere. Tranmere, yeah. Um, there's there's one or two places in in Liverpool, and I, I, every time I see the Etihad, I look that little mini stadium they've got next mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah. Why? Oh, mm. wouldn't it be wonderful? We had one mm. of them. It would yeah. be brilliant. You could have, you could fill that out for the mm. you know, the youth teams and the women's team or whatever. Is it not in the plans for Kirby that no? Not, not, nothing kind of I mean it's, it's, it's a massive know. site it's a massive yeah. site in Manchester yeah. I, don't, I don't know it's a simple idea I imagine yeah. they will build a better stadium for whether it can yeah. take on a, mm. a professional women's team probably not yeah. when is that new academy ready or the, the new training ground or? I think so a couple of years I think so yeah there's still plans on going yeah so, so we've got um, we've got Tramier next Thursday haven't we That'll be the, that'll be the kids yeah. who only play. Yeah. It'll be yeah the squad that they've announced today coming back. Imagine they'll be it's in all that game. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. see like the Lallana and Oxley Chamberlain and people like that. Mm. Who haven't, it should know. still yeah. be yeah, yeah. Pre- pretty exciting mm. game. To then start. we've got the American tour. No one apart from James. No one else yeah. is going no, on that no, early. Unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think they've got plans for like New York. I mean, where I think Jamie Webster. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're doing that again. I think yeah, I think Boss are involved in that as well. I mean, have you noticed that that upsurge of you know uh, the younger generation uh, yeah. and the new songs and yeah. it's, it's definitely it's been com- noticeable hasn't it's it it's going yeah. back to the good old days where yeah. these songs just you, used to emerge from somewhere yeah. Yeah, back yeah. room for an ale house in, and, and that's uh, what they're doing yeah, it, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but isn't it amazing to see all the clips from all around the world yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I first heard that in the halfway house in Morton after yeah. the match uh, and I heard Jamie singing it um, yeah and I hear that and I think, God, that's great, you know. And then within a year, it's getting sung in Dubai, yeah, Mumbai, yeah, you know, right. all around the world, America, Australia. And it's just, it's it's the it's it's the power of social media, really, isn't it? it? That's is. what it is. I, you know? I, it, I always say, 
I wish these people would get straight onto me. I am the easiest bloke to find in Western Europe. Right. No problem. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be picking up these songs sort of third hand. Yeah. And sometimes, obviously, the LA, 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 you know, I would have got arrested for playing the original version, but then there's, you know, the yeah, hey. one emerged, and I, you know, download, I play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, every time, it's the only, I've never seen the cops get so agitated by one song for years mm. and years. Mm. And it's brilliant. It's just like an on switch, you know, LA, LA, they're off. Yeah, yeah. Scarves in the air, none of which are plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we're all looking forward to the season. I think, yeah. you know, I think, um, you know, whatever happens in the transfer market, I think, We'll see when we play City, Community Shield on August the fourth, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see. You know, that is an important game in many respects, isn't it? Because it's you know it's a way of putting down the market, isn't it, for the coming season? Right. You know. So I mean, what would you expect the him to be playing a full team there? Because they won't have had much rest of the playing. No. no. The, the African, African lads, the African lads, probably not. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. Um, the, the South American lads will probably be back a week before then. Yeah. They've got three yeah. weeks after this weekend. So, but whether you want to risk them full pelt, because yeah, yeah, the others yeah, will have loads yeah. under them. Yeah. So yeah. I would have thought no. I wouldn't think it'd be a, a you know, you've got a week then till Norwich. Just the, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, the similarly with Guardiola, I don't think he well did he want to beat him? Yeah, they want to But I'm looking forward to the Super Cup. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Super Cup. Oh, you're going to the Super Cup? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that because I just think it's a nice one to get. You know, don't you say this habit when you win trophies, keep winning them? Yeah, I know. I know the charity shield is trophy, but it's not compared to the Super Cup. It's nice to. It would be, and you know, Chelsea, Hazard's gone, Lampard's settling in. You know, it'd be nice to go and do that. You're going on a day trip. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, and it's in Istanbul, Peter. It's great, Dan. I know, but I'd only go on a one night, two nights stay. I couldn't go. To Istanbul on a day trip. I said after Napoli, I'm not going on day trips, but you know. I'm going up to Edinburgh to see the, uh, the you... Napoli game. I'm, ah, I'm right. Murrayfield, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that'll be good, won't it? I mean, what a, it's a brilliant city anyway, Edinburgh. Isn't I it? Hate, but... I'm going up the invitation of the supporters club up there, not in the, not in the official. Oh, party, the Liverpool right? Supporters yeah. Club in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Are you going to get to any of the? I don't know. With a. Have to see what kind of holidays I can uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can uh, bargain yeah. with, but I, I, I don't know. I might be uh, uh, watching them from here, which I've been. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all looking forward to the season and mm-hmm. uh, Friday, August the 9th, isn't it? Yeah, it is against Norwich. Yeah, yeah. You're already working on your playlist. Oh yes, and that's <laughs> uh, yeah, the usual stuff. I mean, there's a couple of new songs, and then they've got this. Let's talk about sex. That'll be. That will be blasting away for you know, quite some time to come, I think. Let's talk about sex, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's just sex with you. <laughs> no. Yeah, anyway, thanks everyone for coming in. Uh, you've Can been you? listening to uh, Ali LaRouge on, on um, James Pierce's on his last day, and it's pretty, it was pretty emotional before. I'm well up yeah, again now. Yeah. yeah, thanks to Brian Reed, um, thanks to George Sefton, and thanks to Peter Harris for coming in. Ali LaRouge. Every fortnight, uh, uh, write, write in with your comments on social media. We really appreciate them for all our listeners around the world. And um, La Rouge, goodbye. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.